Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP almost gets thrown into the Grand Canyon. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. I don't know about you, but I do literally 100% of my shopping online. Because of COVID, I pretty much have to shop online because, yeah, I don't want to catch COVID and die. But on top of that, I read stories for a living, so I can't afford to sound like this for three weeks straight. Don't you hate it when you get to checkout and you don't have a code to put in that little promo code box? With Honey, you never have to leave that box empty. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies them to your cart. For example, I buy a lot of audio equipment and I just saved 15 bucks on a microphone with Honey at checkout. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something that I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Am I the butthole for leaving my boyfriend in Arizona after he pretended to push me over the, <laughs> over the edge of the Grand Canyon? Okay. I don't even need to read this post. I know the answer is no, OP, you're not the butthole. But hey, we'll do it anyways. I just went to the Grand Canyon with my boyfriend, and I'm 150% afraid of heights. I don't even go near windows or railings type of scared. Phobia in the full sense of the word. Because of this, I didn't want to go in the first place, but it's a famous destination, so I figured that it was worth facing my fears. I had multiple conversations with my boyfriend about my fears. I had at least five separate in-depth conversations about how scared I was about having a panic attack around strangers. I have a long history of panic attacks. He assured me that he'd help me maintain my distance from ledges and calm me down if I got overwhelmed or scared. We just went. We planned to do a tour, then go out by ourselves in the following days. Well, on day one of our tour, we stopped at a scenic lookout to take pictures, and he decided it'd be funny to grab me and pretend to try to push me over the edge of the cliff. I immediately freaked out and, unsurprisingly, had a panic attack all in front of our group while the poor guy tried to calm me down. I am not proud of how I acted, but I'll tell you that it wasn't pretty. I was sobbing and yelling that he was cruel for doing this, that he knew that I was terrified and he was evil for using that against me. He was yelling back that it was a joke, that I was taking it too seriously and to get over it because I was embarrassing myself and him. And to be fair, it was quite embarrassing. I think that I was the butthole for this next part. I told him that he was a horrible person and his ex was right to leave him. For context, his ex left him because she thought that he was immature, but she left right before a high-profile family event and embarrassed him along with his family. He yelled that that was a messed up thing to say, and in hindsight, I think that he's right, especially since it was in public. The tour guide separated us and took me back into their office, and I have no idea what he did after that. He wasn't in our hotel when I got my stuff, and I got a flight to my parents' state, and I've been staying here while I figure out if this relationship is still alive. We live together and work for the same company, so if this is over, my life is gonna get very messy. The thing is, we have a ton of mutual friends, and I have half of them texting and calling me saying that I'm overreacting and being a psycho B-word. Besides my three closest friends, I haven't told anyone anything, but because they all know him too, everyone has heard some version of events and they're making it seem like I'm leading a PR campaign against him. 
I don't have social media, and I haven't said anything to anyone besides my best friends. They're particularly mad that I left him in Arizona. I don't think that what I did was worth all the hate that I'm getting. I left him the rental car in the hotel room, and I took an Uber to the airport. I paid for everything myself, including our hotel room, and I left a note in the room telling him that I was going to my parents. I feel like people don't understand, but there are so many people saying the same thing that I'm starting to question myself. So, am I the butthole? Alright, OP, I just looked it up, and on average, 12 people die every year at the Grand Canyon. A lot of the times, obviously, from tripping and falling in. There's also crashes, heat stroke, and suicide. But yeah, the Grand Canyon is a giant effing cliff. If you're not careful, you absolutely can and will fall in. But like, let's put aside the possible attempted murder for a second. He probably wasn't actually going to kill you. I mean, he could have, but let's just assume that he wasn't. At the core issue here, you set a clear boundary, and not only did he promise to uphold it, but he specifically said that he would support you if you became nervous. Then he did the exact opposite, and you had a panic attack. So I really don't know how you can possibly salvage this relationship, because this guy violated your trust in like a really, really core fundamental level. He exploited quite possibly your most vulnerable weakness. And if you can't trust your life partner to safeguard your biggest weakness, then who can you trust? OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I give him 3 out of 5 buttholes. Unless you truly were actually in physical danger depending on how close you were, in which case I give him the full 5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my brother that his looks aren't the reason that women run from him? I'm a 22-year-old guy, and I have three older siblings. Diana, who's 43, Sebastian, who's 37, and Jake, who's 32. I was the unexpected baby, so I'm closer to Jake because he's younger than Diana or Sebastian. Now, Jake has always been interested in sports. He's been training since he was 14, and he went pro in college. So, even at 32, he looks like a young Schwarzenegger, and I took after him because he was the only sibling at home who I was actively watching. I mean, I was young, and I was desperate for interaction with my siblings, so I did a lot of needy things. I took baking classes with Diana, I watched every stupid Star Wars movie so I could talk to Sebastian, and I worked out so much that I looked like The Rock at 18 for Jake. I'm not that needy anymore, and I never really formed a close relationship with Sebastian. He claims the reason why people, mostly women, reject him are because of his looks. I mean, he's okay, a little bald and a little overweight, but also very grumpy and noisy. He thinks that Jake and I are stupid just because of how we look. He really doesn't have another reason. Jake has a PhD, and I'm in the top of my classes, but apparently we're stupid because we have muscles. I've been laughing at his disrespect recently, but now that I'm a bit older, I just cut him off and move on. It's sad, because he's my brother and I want a relationship, but meh. I was in an open relationship with a guy and a girl because I don't want anything serious in my 20s, and a few months ago, my girl had to pick me up from my parents' house, and I introduced her to my family. The next day, she said that Sebastian sent her the worst messages on Facebook she has ever received in her life. I read the messages, and they were something else. He called her beautiful, and he said that he knew me and her weren't serious or official, and he asked her on a date. 
20 minutes later, he asked her why she wasn't responding. And 10 minutes later, he asked her not to show me the text. And 10 minutes after that, he started insulting her until she blocked him. I broke up with the couple and removed myself from the house. I'll be living with my parents for at least a month until I find another apartment. Sebastian is also living there, and when I went through the door, he laughed at me, calling me kicked out Chad, and that even though I look like a little Jake, I still got broken up with, and that now I know how he feels when people reject him for his looks. I just rolled my eyes and said that his looks aren't the reason that women run from him, but rather his creepy personality, and to remember the text that he sent my ex a few months ago. He got red in the face, and my mom said that I was being rude because Sebastian is already having a bad time being his age and living at home. Yeah, OP, you gotta be fair and reasonable here. It's not just his terrible personality, it's also his looks and the fact that he's living at home at, what, the age of 37. OP, your brother is major incel material. He starts insulting a woman that he barely even met because she won't jump into bed with him and blames all his problem on hot guys who are all stupid muscle heads just because they have muscles. Meanwhile, he needs mommy to fight his battles for him at the age of 37. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Sebastian gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. This dude needs a wake-up call. Am I the butthole for refusing to get rid of my two dogs for my husband's allergic love child? My husband had a one-night stand, and after much counseling, I decided to forgive him and work on our marriage. Unfortunately, the woman got pregnant, and they now have a three-year-old boy. I have two five-year-old French bulldogs. My husband and I also have two kids, a 14-year-old girl and a nine-year-old boy. I was fully prepared to welcome my husband's child into my home with open arms and be the best stepmother I could possibly be. Because the child is innocent, and he's the little brother of my two children. My husband has visitation every other weekend. Unfortunately, this child is highly allergic to dogs, and his mother is demanding that we get rid of the dogs. These dogs have been with me through thick and thin. They were with me when I suffered severe depression over my husband cheating, and my kids adore them too. I absolutely refuse to get rid of these dogs. I told my husband that he can either do visitation at a hotel, get a second apartment for him and his son, or we can build an in-law suite at his expense above the garage, but I told him my only stipulations are that this comes out of his pocket. He may not dip into our kids' college funds, and the dogs stay. Because the child is so young, he doesn't understand why he's not allowed to come to his father's house, and he feels left out as a result. Am I the butthole for refusing to get rid of my dogs because my husband cheated? When he was hemming and hawing because he wanted to be all things to all people, I told him I would divorce him well before I do away with the dogs. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this reply from Chaos and Puppies. Keep the dogs. Get rid of the husband. Not the butthole. It's wild that the woman who had an affair with your husband thinks that she gets to dictate to you what animals you can have in your own home. I agree 100% OP. You get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your husband gets 4.5 out of 5 buttholes, and the mistress gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for serving my husband's family mac and cheese for dinner? I'm American and my husband is Asian. We welcomed our firstborn baby into the world four weeks ago. The baby is healthy, thank God, but I'm exhausted, I haven't fixed my hair, and I'm barely able to shower and I can't sleep. 
My husband's family has been pressuring us to visit to meet the baby. I tried to hold them off as much as I could, but yesterday, I was surprised to find them standing on the porch. It turns out, my husband invited them for dinner. I was embarrassed, and I felt like I wasn't ready for visitors, because this house is a mess, y'all. Anyways, my husband sat with them while I fed my son, then later I asked my husband if we should order takeout for dinner. He said no, because his parents would find that rude and unwelcoming. He suggested that I go to the kitchen and prepare something, anything, as long as it's homemade. I said fine, and went to make some mac and cheese. The reason that I prepared this meal is because of how easy it is. When I served the family, my husband's mom looked at me and was appalled. I noticed something was wrong. She asked me if I really found it appropriate to serve her family macaroni and cheese. I asked why not, and she went on a rant about how disrespectful this was and that I clearly have no experience in what is right and wrong when it comes to hosting. I said, excuse me? Who said that I signed up to host an unexpected visit from them? And she took that as if I didn't want them there. My father-in-law said they were just there to see the baby that I kept them from seeing for an entire month. He said that's a whole month of his life that they missed out on. We had an argument and they decided to go home. My husband said that serving his family mac and cheese was more offensive than serving them nothing at all. I told him that I was too exhausted to cook their traditional feasts that I was forced to learn from his mom. He took offense to that and said that I was being mean and disrespectful towards not only his family, but his culture. I went to the bedroom to stay with my son. My husband stayed on the phone with his family for an hour, then kept giving me the cold shoulder and refused to eat what I cook in support of his family. I understand how some guests might find it offensive, especially his family, but I was just trying to make a quick homemade meal like my husband wanted. What's wrong with mac and cheese? First of all, there's nothing wrong with mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is delicious. Second of all, this isn't you disrespecting their culture. This is just them being a bunch of buttholes. And like, why can't he cook if he cares so much about a home-cooked meal? And uh, God, there's so much wrong with this story. Why do you have to respect their culture? Why can't they respect your culture? I mean, after all, you are in your country, right? Not their country. So why couldn't they respect your culture's tradition by bringing you food? OP, your husband and his family are a bunch of jerkwads. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving them 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my dad that his cheating is what got us here, not my mom? My parents divorced when I was seven, after my mom found out that dad had been cheating on her for five years with someone she considered to be her friend. The reveal of the affair came during my birthday party, which we celebrated late because dad made up some story about an old friend dying and going to the funeral when he was actually with his mistress for an ultrasound after learning that she was pregnant. My mother never got over what they did to her. I think what made it worse is that two people betrayed her instead of one, because if our friends are willing to hurt us like that, then we're screwed. My dad married his affair partner. They have six kids together now. My mom has stayed away from them as much as humanly possible. She told me a long time ago that she loves me, wants me to be happy and loved, and to not be distant from them for her, but that she would never be able to play happy families with my dad and his wife and their kids, because some hurts are too deep and painful to move on from. When quarantine was ordered, things between my mom and dad deteriorated after my dad asked if mom would take his other six kids into her home. 
That way, the siblings could see each other, since both he and his wife were frontline workers and had planned to send them somewhere to limit their exposure. My mom said, hell no. She was super pissed at dad for asking. While dad was super pissed that she didn't force me to go to his in-laws to spend time with my siblings while we weren't legally allowed to meet up with others. Now, things are back to normal, but my mom has suffered less financially through the pandemic compared to my father. After a while, my dad and his wife left their jobs when it got to be too much, and their financial stability took a huge hit. My dad can't afford to throw a graduation party for me, which is fine. But he and his family are not welcome to the one that my mom is hosting. He was complaining about them missing out on celebrating with me because of my mom. I told my father that it was because of his affair, not because of my mom. That he was the one who betrayed her over and over again. That he disrespected her and then expected her to act like none of that happened so he could just act like the good guy. He told me it had been a decade and my mom and I should be over it and I shouldn't have taken sides. I told him that he should have kept the affair from me then instead of letting it come out for me to hear. Am I the butthole? Then OP posted an update. Another element of this story is that the affair first started after my mom almost died giving birth to my sibling. The pregnancy went badly and it almost killed her and it did take away her chance to have more children. All the while, her husband and friend were getting together behind her back. Yo, what the fuck? This guy cheated on your mom and then expect your mom to be a babysitter, probably a free babysitter more than likely, for his six kids? And then he gets mad at you that he doesn't get party invitations? What a... Oh my god, the audacity of this guy. OP, you and your mom get 0 out of 5 buttholes. The way that your mom is acting is completely reasonable given the circumstances. Your dad, however, gets 5 out of 5 buttholes. That was our slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.